0: Hey friends, have you tweaked your spring skincare routine yet? This is definitely something to do to reduce things like signs of hyperpigmentation and skin sensitivities. Let's get your skin on your face and body, and even your hair, the skin on your scalp, performing better. Join me in my spring skincare tutorials with round two starting now, join the fun. Learn how to become your own skin pro in seven weeks through seven live lessons make it live that's okay you can watch the replays as many times as you want at your convenience in seven weeks i'm going to teach you how to master your basic skincare routine with your products show you exactly how to use them the order of operations and also how to include things like facial gua sha lymphatic drainage and fascia release of the head and neck i'm also going to teach you some strategies for skin cycling around peels and retinols not only for the face but also for the arms and the legs and the whole body too This is the time of year where we're showing a little bit more skin, and it's time to tweak the products that you're using so that they're protecting you from photo damage and pigmentation and brown spots, and also do some extra heavy lifting at home with your retinols, peels, and dermal rolling. My skincare tutorials is the only place I teach my live dermal rolling lesson on the face, eyelids, lips, neck, chest, hands, arms, and also the elbows and the knees. It's a really great cost-effective way to promote collagen and elastin, reduce pigmentation, as well as fine lines and wrinkles. Join the fun now over at my spring skincare tutorials at theschoolofradiance.com, and I'll see you soon. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host as a registered nurse and what you would consider an advanced aesthetic nurse where I've helped thousands of clients for nearly a decade now get the skin that they want, age incredibly well, and sometimes, in some cases, actually backwards. Very exciting. Anyways, so I help people do the external rejuvenation. And on the podcast here, I love having people like Dr. Elka Cook, who's a functional medicine physician based out of Sacramento, share her wisdom and insight to help you be as beautiful as possible from the inside out. And she has a very cool practice and philosophy where she loves to bring nature into everything. So in the first episode of this three part series, we are going to get dr elka cook's take on the three pillars of health and beauty and of course you know who doesn't want to know about that in the second episode we are going to dive into the importance of sleep and our body's rhythms and how the rhythms you know how they can promote beauty how cortisol affects our beauty and how it actually uh, prolonged increase of it can age us and also how to improve our body's rhythms to prevent things like cancer in the last episode, we're going to talk all about forest bathing. You guys know I love getting in nature, but now we are going to go through some studies of you know, why getting in nature actually can help us function better. It can give us more clarity. It can help us be more effective in our work. I swear it's a survival thing for me. That's how I'm able to do all of this wonderful work and keep it balanced. And of course, we are going to share with you how dr elka cook really wants us to reciprocate with nature so not just being in nature but actually reciprocating with it be sure to check out dr elka cook her information is going to be linked in the show notes below you can also sign up for her health lifers online program at healthylifers.org promo code rachelvarga15 for 15% off of her program don't forget to head on over to rachelvarga.ca where you can take advantage of another wonderful program that i've just released you can take advantage of some of the early bird pricing on my unlocking your vitality online anti-aging course to help you unlock your inner and outer beauty together and right now you also get a free copy of my ebook and i actually recorded the whole course on the gorgeous salt spring island which is uh Place where it's very dear to my heart. The Dalai Lama actually appointed a monastery on that island, so it's very special to uh, many people in this world. And if you know anything about the west coast of Canada, you know that Salt Spring Island is a beautiful place to be. It would mean the world to me if you took a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and shared it with a friend or family member that you think could really benefit from the message that we're sharing to promote your inner and outer vibrancy together. You can tag me at RachelVargaOfficial and share it with whoever you think would love to hear this message. Hey everyone, welcome back. I am here with Dr. Elka Cook and we are going to be talking about in this episode the importance of sleep and our body's rhythms. This is really important if you're not in tune with your body's rhythms, you're missing out on tapping into basically your, your own superpower within. I definitely tap into my body's rhythms whether... It's seasonal or that time of the cycle. And especially if you are a working mother or a professional or an entrepreneur, these are definitely some things that can help you along the way to kind of give you a leg up and help you stay focused, help you stay grounded, healthy, beautiful, all that good stuff. So, Dr. Elka Cook, why don't you tell us a little bit about what kind of rhythms people can engage in? And what type of rhythms
1: can help promote their own beauty? So there's different kinds of rhythms, right? There is our daily rhythm, our circadian rhythm, where, you know, we get our eight hours of sleep and, and the rest is activity and daytime. But then there's also our monthly and our seasonal rhythms, right? There's the, there's the rhythm of winter and fall and going inwards. And then there's the rhythm of summer of going outside and we're blooming. Um, So there's those different kinds of rhythms too. So I find it very important to kind of tap into those rhythms and eating seasonal is also kind of a rhythmic thing. And I'm sure that nature has done that on purpose. Like there's a reason why certain foods and vegetables and fruits are only available to us at a certain Time for a couple of months in a year um, to provide us with all the the specific nutrients that we need. For example, in the winter to stay healthy, all these different rhythms that nature um, kind of takes us on, right? So there's the winter where we where we go inward, and then there's the summer where we spend more time outside. But there's also seasonal eating. You know, there's a there's a reason why nature gives us certain foods and vegetables and fruits um, to keep us healthy during the winter time. Um, so there's that kind of rhythm there is our daily rhythm so our body kind of when when there's a, a, a rhythm and we follow a certain way of eating you know we eat this lunch and dinner then you give the body the signal that you know what there's food coming prepare and it knows what to expect it can get ready to, to, to absorb all the nutrients that are coming in so I think that's a very important rhythm that we can support and follow. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's, Mm -hmm. of course, the, extremely important rhythm of sleep. There's so much information, so many studies now coming coming out on sleep and how we truly need seven to eight hours of sleep. I mean, there's always the occasional exception, but I can tell you from, you know, seeing hundreds, if not thousands of patients that if I don't get their sleep right, if I can't convince them that sleep it's actually not the end of your day. It is setting up. It's the beginning of the day, right? If you look at it as the beginning of the day, because it sets up the next 24 hours for you metabolically and mentally. So sleep is extremely important um, to getting healthy. I
0: love what you said there about sleep setting up our
1: metabolism for the day. Right, exactly. So there are several different sleep stages and without getting into too much of the details, but if we don't hit the deep sleep stage, we set our um, body up for insulin resistance. So what does that mean? That means that, um, and everybody can check that at home, get yourself one of those little glucometers, those little pinpricks, that you can buy at CVS or at any drugstore. And check your blood, your fasting blood sugar in the morning after you had a really good night's sleep. And I I can guarantee you that it's gonna be under a hundred. Ideally it would be around eighty-five. Um, and then check it after a night of frequently waking up and tossing and turning. And typically what you'll see is that your blood sugar would will be uh, much more elevated over a hundred. Mm-hmm. So getting a good night's sleep sets you up metabolically for you know insulin resistance. And the more insulin resistant we are, the more insulin our body has to make to keep our blood sugar under control the harder it will be to lose weight because insulin is the fat storage hormone. It is the most important fat storage hormone that we have. So after a good night's sleep, you're less insulin resistant. So you make less insulin, you have less fat storage hormone, it will be much, much easier for your body to actually lose some weight. Well
0: who doesn't want some extra, you know, weight loss (laughs) tips thrown in there.
1: Exactly. And just by, um, I had several clients and just the only thing we did is fix their sleep, make sure that they get seven to eight hours, make sure that it's deep enough. That's the only thing we did. And they lost up to 20 pounds. How easy is that? Yeah, that's fantastic.
0: (laughs) All right. So speaking a little bit more personally here from one female health entrepreneur, to another, what seasons do you find are your most productive, or are your most creative?
1: Well, I'm just thinking back to this last year. Um, w- you know, at the at the turn of the year, it was January first, and everybody was coming up with their New Year's resolutions, and I found myself just in this state of going inward. Like I didn't want to make any resolutions. I wasn't ready for it yet. I was just still so much in, in winter rising and in, you, you know, gathering all of my resources and in quiet and calm and sitting by the fire or lighting a candle or surrounding myself with just warmth and comfort. So personally, I find that winter season is for me is less productive. It's a time to go inward. It's a time to spend with family. It's a time to spend in community around kitchen and and good food and talking and tea and things like that. And then I find summers for me are much more outgoing. The days are long. I have a ton of energy. I've, you know, I've, I'm, I'm just coming out of the season of thinking about things and what am I going to do next? So, so that's kind of the rhythm that I personally find myself in. So for me, it's not really New Year's where I start to kick into gear. It's, you know, once the trees start blooming and I can go outside and breathe the air and go for longer walks, that's when, then I've, that when I feel much more creative.
0: I do live on the west coast of Canada here on Vancouver Island. So I am blessed to be able to access nature pretty easily. And I remember the last few family Christmas trips that we did. We went up to Tofino and that's when, you know, I did my first website. Yes, I did it myself with the site builder. It was, it took way too long than it needed to, but Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be, you know, a labor of love, right? So I just remember spending the fall and winter coming up with, you know, all the words I wanted to say, all that creative writing part and kind of hermiting a little bit. And right. then in the spring I started to write my book and I loved getting out in nature and just pen to paper, taking my journal, taking my pen and just, like I said, going to places where nobody else was. And little did I know I was contributing to my skin's microbiome. Like we talked about in the first episode. I love it. Yes. And I just, I felt really dialed in just taking that time in nature and creating in nature and really getting in that, uh, what you would call flow state. And then I would look at what I wrote and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I've never said these words before. This is completely new stuff that I've never thought about. I'd never heard before. So I tend to almost like hermit a little bit more in the summer, Okay, which I think might actually be the opposite for some people, but I really just want to like take in being outside with maybe right. one other person and be creative out there.
1: Yeah. But you know what you said about being outside in nature and how you were much more creative? Um, there's actually a study that was done at U of M. They looked at one hour interacting with nature led to better memory performance, attention span, uh, and all of those things improved by 20%. Hmm. So, you know, maybe that's where it was easier for you to write the book. Um, They also found that spending some time out in nature for kids decreases their ADHD. So there's a lot of scientific um, evidence.
0: That makes sense because people ask me, they're like, Rachel, how do you work full time in the clinic? How do you see all of these clients do, you know, really great advanced procedures all day long? still have time for conferences still have time for my friends and family and loved ones and write a book and develop an online course do a new website how do you have time for that rachel and i i really do attribute it to now looking back on it that sense of
1: focus right right It's really rejuvenating. And I'm sure people have noticed you spend a day in the office and all enclosed in a cubicle, and then you drive home in traffic, and again, you're enclosed in a car. And by the time you get home, like your brain's tired. And have you ever noticed that then spending a little bit of time breathing fresh air and looking at, you know, the horizon, like there's, you know, when you're inside, it's all enclosed. It's like you're, you're, you're very short sighted, right? You're Mm -hmm. like looking at a wall that's very close. But then when you get home at the end of the day, you go outside and your horizon expands. And all of a sudden your vision goes a lot farther and your brain, there's some rejuvenation. You can think more clearly. It's almost like you're, you're sharper again. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, I even just go
0: for a jog down to the ocean or one of my favorite Gary Oak protected forest, Uplands Park. And for some reason, that just like I I go do that for like an hour or two, come back, and I have energy to still continue to work in the evenings. And Mm -hmm. I think most people would be like, Where does that energy (laughs) come from? Like, what are you on? Can I have some, please? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's nature. It's free. Just go look for it. (laughs) It's free. It's available. That's so cool that there's exactly. actually studies to link the, uh, heightened sense of focus, cutie
1: and mm-hmm. creativity, performance it. enhanced by 20%. That's a lot. That's more than any drug that I know. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> That's great. Exactly. Are there any other studies yeah. that you want to share with us? Well, there's a really cool um, study that they did in the UK where they did a 30-day, they called it a 30-day wild challenge, and participants were asked to um, to report their health and happiness before at the end of the challenge and then 2 months later and what they had to do is just every day for 30 days go out in nature and do something wild. And what they found is that wait, their wait, health but what's wild? Wild meaning basically some sort of connection to nature whether that's that was going to be going out barefoot or swimming or touching a tree or you know just one way to connect with nature. So like you didn't have to, like normal human behavior. Normal human behavior. You didn't have to, you know, skinny
0: dip in the ocean. Or like that. It's, it's funny so though. Like that is actually normal behavior. We've right. just forgotten about it. Yeah, maybe, absolutely. Maybe not necessarily skinny skinny dipping, but <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I you know I should look back and see exactly how they how they defined wild. Um, <laughs> but I. yeah, I think what they, what they were getting to is just a connection to nature. And so, um, what people reported is, uh, an increase of their excellent health rating by 30% and children showed an increase in their self-esteem and a decrease in their ADHD. So I thought that was pretty interesting as well. I love it. The next study we have to do is the yoga glow study. (laughs) <laughs> the yoga glow exactly <laughs> and then see that outside on the beach by the ocean right I love
0: it I wonder if you could actually do a study looking at the skin and how much light is emitted from skin of say a yogi or a non-yogi or someone who lives urban life or someone who takes time to get out in nature I wonder yeah. what differences would be observed because we could test the oxidative stress Absolutely. We can definitely do that. But I wonder if there's something to light, because you know how we talk about the glow or, you know, she's got that glow or something like that, Mm -hmm. or that pregnancy Mm -hmm. glow or that inner glow. I wonder if we could put some science to it. What do you think? You could actually measure the glow, right? (laughs) (laughs) Make it definable, give it a number. (laughs) Yeah. For all, yeah. for all those woo skeptics yep. out there that this yeah. uh, you know, inner beauty stuff is just as important as the outer stuff. Coming from someone who has created a livelihood on doing the outer stuff, it's just important to do the inner stuff.
1: Absolutely. And there's another really cool study that showed that um, connecting 20 minutes to nature actually helps to decrease your cortisol by 9.6%. And then there's all kinds of things we can talk about when it comes to beauty and lowering cortisol levels. Let's let's get into that. Let's go for it. All (laughs) right. How does cortisol affect health and beauty? Right, so cortisol is a is a stress hormone, and it was designed by the body to be able to run. The modern day tiger is, you know, it's no longer the actual saber tooth tiger charging at you, but for us these days, it's our multitasking, it's our constantly being available uh, on our phones, it's never being able to shut work off, right? You're even if you're out on a walk, you have your phone with you and there's your work email, there's your boss calling you. So, so we're constantly basically telling our bodies that it's not safe. By the way, I just, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I have to share with you
0: that about four weeks ago, I went to my favorite nature spot on Vancouver Island, and it's about a 20 minute hike to get to my favorite little spot. And I was about 20 feet away from a cougar. I heard oh, a cougar no. in the woods, <laughs> trampling so on the brush. <laughs> and I thought for sure it was a deer. So I was looking for the tanned hide in the brush. And nope, that was the haunches of a cougar that I just oh. saw. And so there you go. Cortisol just started talking that's, loudly. That's exactly
1: and... what cortisol was designed <laughs> to do, right? <laughs> Except for now we we tap into it all the time. And so so it's not getting enough sleep, it's too much stress, it's not being able to disconnect from work on a regular basis and so that sort of become our modern day tiger. And cortisol is also a hormone that breaks us down. So cortisol is a steroid hormone and people for example if you have chronic asthma or chronic infections you get cortisol, you get a corticosteroid from, prescribed from your physician. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but people who take cortisol on a regular basis or they get injections of cortisol, have you ever noticed how their extremities, their arms and their legs, they're super skinny because their muscles have broken down from getting all these cortisol shots, but their belly is really big. So they have a really big trunk and what I hear um, in in real life, you know, from my clients every day is, well, how come I'm gaining all this weight around my belly? That is cortisol. That is chronic stress. That's your body being bathed in cortisol all the time. So basically, you're allowing somebody to hold a gun to your head all the time, making your body think that it's in that, that your life is in danger, right? So, so going out into nature can actually lower cortisol levels by 9.6%. And that's, that's pretty big when it comes to the, all those detrimental effects of cortisol. So cortisol is a breakdown hormone. It can make you feel tired, if it's chronically elevated, it can wrinkle your skin, it breaks down your skin, it breaks down the collagen, it breaks down your muscles, it weakens your immune system in the long run, and it also increases your blood sugar levels. And so higher blood sugar levels means inflammation. So it's really central to your health.
0: Absolutely. Central to your beauty. Right. If if you're go, 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 if you're in that high beta brainwave state, jacked on coffee, you're looking at this task you have to do, that task you have to do, and absolutely, uh, it's going to break down the collagen elastin in your skin. It's going to lead to thinner, creepier skin, more fine lines, wrinkles. Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: Absolutely. That's, that's cortisol. Sweet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: let's reduce it with some time in nature i'll take that yeah
1: some meditation
0: connection to yourself (laughs) so talking about our body's rhythms when i start my day off with a really good 45 minute meditation from a hay house heel summit i did with dr joe dispenza recently in portland my days are so much easier and i just tend to get so much done with ease right when you take yeah. that time to set your day up and then when you've taken that time to get a good night's sleep, your metabolism's you know, you've set your metabolism for the day. You've started your, your mental and spiritual good stuff going. You started the day with some meditation mm-hmm. and that's great. Get a little right 15 minute jog or a little yoga flow. There you go.
1: Perfect morning. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you're setting your, your, body's physiology up through the connection again the connection with yourself in that case Um, you're setting priorities you're figuring out what's important to you you're figuring out where certain emotions are coming from and you're going to be able to distance yourself a little bit more from those emotions and so you're not the way that you're acting isn't dictated by those emotions because you're able to connect with you who you are what's important to you so yeah, I think that's, that's a wonderful way to to start your day. I, I absolutely, that's my morning routine as well.
0: I love it. So now that you know all this, it can help you be more beautiful, but also How does improving our body's rhythms prevent
1: cancer? Well, that's where sort of that physical connection, I think, with nature comes back in. Um, Again, there were studies that actually have shown that regular connection to nature about 20 minutes a day can increase the um, amount of natural killer cells and also their activity by about 50%. So those of you who don't know what natural killer cells are, they're those little uh, police officers inside of our bodies that um that go around and look for for the bad guys those cancer cells and they gobble them up and they eat them up and they uh, balance out your immune system and so when those natural killer cells are very active they find those cancer cells and destroy them and uh getting back to sleep so if you there was again This is the scientific me speaking, but there was another study that where they took participants, measured their natural killer cell activity after a seven seven to eight hour uh, night sleep. And then again, after they woke them up after four hours and did not let them go back to sleep and waking them up after four hours decreased their natural killer cells by 70%. And that was just one hour of not sleeping. I'm sorry, one night, that was just after one night of only four hours of sleeping, one night of sleep restriction. And there are also studies that show, for example, people who work night shifts, um, they, they're they more prone to get breast cancer.
0: There you go. My mother, and, she's she was a night nurse for 30 years, mm-hmm. dedicated her life to serving others,
1: right. neglected looking after herself, and developed estrogen-receptive breast cancer. Right. And I'm sure, you know, that it can be multifactorial, but I think it has a lot to do with our natural killer cell activities. And it has a lot to do with, I always feel like we're trying to dominate over nature. We're trying to figure out a way to make it better. It's already been figured out. It's already perfect. (laughs) Perfect there, we can't make it more perfect. We just have to follow it and listen to it and listen to the rhythms and follow the rhythms and go with the flow. And I feel like doing anything to try to dominate over nature is dominating over our own physiology. That just doesn't go well. It's already been figured out. Just go with the flow. Love
0: it. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Elka Cook. This was a wonderful uh, three part series that we did together on so many important facets to promoting health and beauty from the inside out. And all of Dr. Elka Cook's Links are going to be shown in the show notes below. Her social links, her website, where you can sign up for her Health Lifers online program at healthylifers.org, as well as a special promo code from me, Rachel Varga15, for 15% off. And I would love it if you would share these episodes with a friend, family member, loved one that you feel could really benefit from this message. So we're talking about beauty in a new way, a new, really exciting way. And so not just the rejuvenation stuff, but of course I you know bring the science of skincare, the science of beauty to healthy living practices. But I would love it if if you feel like someone's struggling and you just wanna share with them a really uplifting message whether that's struggling with their body, mind, spirit, their skin, whatever, breakouts, rosacea, all this stuff is all more connected than you might realize. But take a screenshot, share it with them and tag us in a social media post, whether that's an Instagram story, that'd be wonderful. And head on over to my website at rachelvarga.ca, where I'm here to help you understand the science of beauty, unlocking your vitality in my wonderful course unlocking your vitality with my ebook that's included for free right now again that's at rachelvarga.ca thank you so much for taking the time to listen thank you so much for joining us today dr elka cook you've been a fantastic resource do you have any parting words for us Just go
1: out and breathe and touch and connect with the microbiome that's out there and it will make such a big difference in your mental state, in your gut health, in your overall health.
0: I love it. Who doesn't want to learn all about that? (laughs) I learned so much from you. Thank you so much for sharing your expert guidance. Thank you for the work that you do, Dr. Elka Cook. And until next time. We will see you in the next episode on the
1: Rachel Varga podcast.